The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save and save and win. All right, everybody, welcome to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. I would be Matt or Matlana. I didn't give myself the nickname. I earned the nickname. Let's not waste any time. Let's get to this week's edition of Welcome to Matlana. All right, let's bring in a man who, uh, boy, he's the uh, talk of the town over the last 24 hours, inking a new 10-year deal with the Braves to, well, solidify his future with the Braves organization. He's Austin Riley, who's kind enough to join us right now. Austin, how are you? I can't complain whatsoever. I, <laughs> I imagine you couldn't. So I read that the Braves had had conversations with your agent dating back to April. How involved, if at all, were you in the goings-on of the contract? Uh, you know, I was very involved. Uh, you know, I, you know, everything that, I, you know, my agent Matt and, and Alex were talking, I was, I was getting everything. So, um, yeah, I mean, I was, I was right there in it. Is it? And I, the way you're hitting, the answer is no. But is it at any point a distraction at all to you, trying to keep up with the real business stuff while you're playing the game? No, I think, you know, at the end of the day, you know, I just, like I said, try to focus on, on, on you know, helping the team win. And, and, you know, if I can do that and then, you know, everything else I feel like, you know, falls into place. So I think that was, you know, my number one uh, you know, priority. What a place for you to be, right? Realizing all your dreams are coming true. Anybody who... A gets drafted, B is playing professional baseball, that's one thing. Getting to the bigs, becoming this level of a player and then getting that ten year deal, like has it sunk in? Does it like seem like it's reality? I and it, it, I don't think it has. I mean, you know, it's like you said, you you know, being being from the you know, the south and, and you know, I've got family here and my wife's got family here, it just you know, it just seems right. Uh and like I said, the, you know, everything the organization has done for me, um yeah, it just seems very fitting. Austin Riley's with us. Um, and again, you're still so young in this game, but you've seen enough stuff, even in this offseason, with Freddie going through his contract stuff and other players getting deals. The money's the obvious part, but how important was it for you here and, and the culture and being a part of this team for the long term? I think it was, you know, really the the, the number one thing for me, like I said. You know, you know, I think, you know, this group that we have here, can, you know, we can, I feel like we can win, you know, you know, multiple world champions and, and bring, you know, another trophy back to Atlanta. And, and, and I think that was a, a big reason. It's just like I said, this, this group of guys is, is awesome. Um, and, and like I said, uh, uh, you know, just having that family here, you know, like I said, my wife was comfortable here. You know, the fan base, you know, is so great. Um, you know, I, I feel like it was just, you know, it was meant to be. Is it weird to be in your position where everybody knows to the dollar what you're making? Oh, uh, you know, you, you, I feel like you've, you know, when I got drafted, everybody knew what I signed for. So it's like, you can't, everybody knows from like the get go when you get drafted. So I think it's one of those things you kind of, you know, gotten comfortable with. Let's talk about what's happened on the field for you personally. I mean, it's been a two and a half month run here where it's like, I mean, I don't know that I've seen guys hotter squaring up everything. And I, and I said, Austin, 
just from my perspective, and what do I know? I'm a dumb radio guy, but I said he went from this power hitter that we knew had this impressive ability to hit the ball 450 feet to now just an all-around good hitter. And I'm sure that to you has got to be the biggest compliment that you have sort of rounded your game off to complete all of that. Yeah, I mean, like I said, just, uh, you know, I knew the power was there. And to be able to to, to hit for average and, and, you know, like I said, just, you know, finally come together, you know, as a complete hitter. And, and like I said, I still got a lot of a lot of things to work on, I, you know, improve. I, you know, there's a number of things that, you know, I'm constantly working on. Um, but I, I think that's that, that that's one of the biggest things, you know, like I said, it's just, you know, the, the you know, I can take my – you know, single the other way, or you know, jam, get jammed and still have a you know good enough swing to where I could you know sneak one over the second baseman or whatever. Um, to you know, get in scoring position, you know, just be you know be a runner on and, and, and score a run. I think that that like I said, just adds value to to a team. Austin Riley is with us. How much have you sort of um, over the last two and a half years, like? tried your best to take the right advice, whether it's obviously working with sites or even Chipper. Because I, I would guarantee when you're not going well, like you get texts and calls and everybody wants to reach out. How do you kind of, you know, pick out who you want to listen to and who you want to try to, like, funnel out? You know, I think it's, you know, at the end of the day, I think, you know, it's it's my career. I got to do what's best for me. And, and um, and and you know, you, you, you get a lot of, you know, Going through the minor leagues, you hear a lot of guys, a lot of voices, a lot of different advice, um, and, and it's on you to, to decipher what, what's best for you. Um, I know for me personally, like uh, one of the biggest influences that I've had in, in my baseball, you know, from a hitting standpoint, is, is Mike Bumley. I was, you know, fortunate enough to connect with him the last couple of years, um, and I think he's just, you know, we. We've from the day one we've clicked, uh, and he can you know he can dissect my swing. I can call him. Our language is the same. Like where we understand each other versus if I'm not with him, I can you know give him a shout and and tell him what I'm feeling, and, and we can de- decipher it through that way. So um, you know that's that's kind of where where it's been for me. Austin Riley's with us. Austin, when you're in a place where you are right now, where you're just knocking the cover off the ball and everything's working. The old cliche is the, the baseball looks as big as a grapefruit and you just you're seeing everything well. Is that accurate or take me through when you're in a good place how it feels at the plate? Um, you know, it's it, I feel like when you're going at a good plate, you're just not you, you're not missing pitches that, you know, normally like when you're not going so well, you foul them off and you're like, dang, why did I miss that? It's it's you know ball does um look a hair bigger. Um but you know, I think it's just, you know, you, when you're getting in that groove, you're you know day in and day out. Your routine is good. Your your plan is is good, and you're going out there and executing it. Um, and I think that's for me. That's what the, the big thing. If I can you know go out there, come up with a plan, and go out there and execute it at the plate, I, I like what my my chances are. So here we are officially now in August, which pennant race time is like it's officially here. How much are you peeking up at the scoreboard in between pitches to see what's going on up in New York? Oh yeah, I, I look at them all the time. Uh, like I said, we're trying to catch those guys. They're a really good team, and and I, you know, I I I think the same about ours. We got a really good squad, so it's you know, you definitely you know peeking up there, looking, watching you know before games. Uh, like I said, because we're trying to we're trying to win another one, and, and you know they're 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 in front of us, and you know we're 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 trying to to catch up with them. What is the uh, last I don't know eighteen hours been like once the news got announced? How many texts and how many calls have you gotten? 
Not as many calls as it's, uh, it's the text. It's been, it's been, you know, 100, 150 texts. It's, it's been quite a bit, but it's, it, you know, it's like I said, it just shows the support that I have and, and can't, you know, a lot of people that I, you know, can thank, you know, the, the, the reason why I've been put in this position and, and uh, just, you know, like I said, extremely blessed. Well, you probably don't have the time now to think about it, but the whirlwind of the last year, from that pennant race to the playoff run to winning the championship to a parade to being where you are now and then all of a sudden getting the deal. At 25, maybe you don't have the, the full perspective on it, but like, give me an idea of what the last eight months, nine months feels like now culminating with this. It's been crazy, uh, to say the least. Me and my wife were actually talking about this. You know, we, we had a kid in April as well, so it's just like it's it's been a com- – been a crazy you know last last year um and, and you know can't think you know the only thing i think of is thank the lord above and you know to put you know him putting me in a position like this um you know just extremely blessed and, and fortunate and, and uh trying to not take any, take anything for granted what has been the toughest part of dad life uh early on the sleep but he's sleeping through the night so it's it's been um you know the that's that was I would say the the first thing, and now it's the, the smell of of throw up and formula, <laughs> um, <laughs> which is which is nice. But no, it's been awesome. I love being a dad. So there is, and I was like, the dad has the the like the short end of the stick, right? Mom is useful, and they need mom, and, and they kind of look like us, like we're aliens for the first several months. But the best day, right. the best day is when you're going to walk through that door, and, and they're going to run up to you yelling, "Daddy!" Like and nothing you hear from a baseball crowd is going to compare to that. Oh, I can't wait. Cannot wait for it. Well, uh, congratulations, Austin. It's one heck of a story and uh, 10 years. Braves fans, uh, I said on the radio, a 10-year-old Brave fan is going to get to grow up with Austin Riley all throughout his teen years <laughs> in high school and kind of watch you grow. So it's going to be a fun next several years. Thanks for the time. Good luck the rest of the way, and we appreciate it. I sure appreciate it. So we took the plunge, yes, at the Chernoff house. The big renovations are going on, so... It comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects. And for us, when it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to PeachwoodFloorCoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to PeachwoodFloorCoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 935-6901. Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Home field advantage exists in baseball. Insurance, too. Your local trusted choice independent insurance agents are active members of your community. They'll always have your back. Find a local auto, home, or business insurance agent at trustedchoice.com. Folks, you just heard from Smoltzy, and you heard it from me as well. Clayton Rhodes and the Rhodes Group are my trusted choice for insurance agents. They've been my agent for a long time, and they serve all of Metro Atlanta. To get up to 10 auto insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes, visit roads-group.com slash churnoff today. That's roads-group.com slash churnoff. 
It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. What you're going to find, a craft beer bar, self-serve taps, uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads, uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The dailydraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like trivia night, kids eat free night, and more. The dailydraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. Always entertaining, always opinionated. Here's our conversation with Jerry Glanville. So let me ask you after 1989, take me through what happened in Houston and how Atlanta became on your radar. Uh, it all started with the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions uh, wanted to hire a new coach, and I was making two hundred thousand dollars a year as the head coach of the of the Oilers. And I went to Bud. I said, "Hey, Bud, you know we got a good team. We play good. We're in the playoffs. We we got a shot. Detroit's trying to hire me for a million too." And he goes. Well, we don't need to talk to you. You got another year in your contract. I goes, well, you don't even want to talk about it? He goes, no. He goes, uh, you can go back to your office. And I said, well, you, do you want me to be here? He goes, absolutely. I don't want you to go anywhere. I goes, well, why don't we just sign a new deal? He goes, I don't have to. You're under contract. I said, okay. And then he calls William Clay Ford. And he goes, I just read where you got two number one picks. William Clay Ford says, yes, we do. He goes, and you want to hire Jerry Glamour? He goes, yes, we do. And he said, you can have me if you send me your two number ones. Well, you've seen me. I'm not worth a free agent. I'm not worth a 14-round pick. Bud's trying to get two number ones. How about that? And, well, when I found out Bud trying to make that trade, I went down and I was mad. You know, I says, uh, if you're going to let me go, let me go. And he goes, well, I don't have to. I goes, well, I don't want to coach here. Uh, if you're not going to, if you're going to be that way, he goes, well, I'll stop you from ever getting another head job. I says, if you can do that, I've wasted 35 years and I need to know it by tomorrow. So let's just walk away. <clears throat> you know what? Next thing you know, I got a call from the Atlanta Falcons where I of course had been for six years. And, uh, came over and uh, they put me in a, you, know, you love this, they put me in a hotel, flew me in their private jet and put me under an assumed name that nobody knew I was there. And I walked out to go for the interview the next morning and there was 35 people with cameras waiting outside the hotel. So we kept that secret. <laughs> <laughs> and I interviewed with them and uh, went back home, went back to Houston. And uh, felt good about the interview, but the job was not offered. And uh, now everybody knew I was free agent, so now I got a call from the Minnesota Vikings and the uh, in the New York Jets. So uh, all of a sudden, 
because what we were doing, I was a, I was a guy people wanted to talk to. Well, my wife was from Atlanta. Her parents were sick in Atlanta. And uh, I said, well, if I can go there, I'm sure we'd go back. And, of course, I knew the Smith family. I'd been with it for six years. And, uh, by the way, Taylor Smith was a great, great guy to work for. He was unbelievable. He never interfered. He's probably the only owner. He would, when I graded the film for the previous game, how about this, when I'm the head coach and when I'm assistant, Atlanta, Taylor Smith sits right next to me and helps me great. Hmm. So there was no mystery who could play and who can't. I got my owner sitting there with me, Graydon Phil. And, uh, you know, we had a good time. We had a good time there. We had a big, big season. Well, let me ask you, uh, before we talk about 91, so when you came in, the jersey changed back to black, and just being a a kid growing up here at the time, I just remember the excitement, and there was a a promotional thing with you and the motorcycle and the whole thing, and it was like, you know, this very cool transition. Um, That being said, I mean, Jerry, you came in here, like you said, you used to have players, so how much was that first year about trying to put your own system in and trying to figure out where to get players? And we went full-time physically. I can remember Tony, uh, uh, Tommy Novus was in the in the office, and he was in charge of media and uh, advertising. And he didn't even ask me to tell me, you'll love this. And I'm driving down in the work in I-75 one day, and there's a billboard that says, come to the Falcons game. We promise every Sunday we'll be on our worst behavior. Yeah, oh, yeah <laughs> I remember. Remember that, Bill? Boy? Yep, great. And the t- and the team played like that. Well, we got better and better, but we we weren't good enough to win the games. We didn't have a we didn't have a quarterback. Chris Miller got injured, and the next year, Chris Miller was healthy, and we won twelve games. So we took the plunge. Yes, at the Chernoff House, the big renovations are going on. So it comes down to making the right choices when you want to do some of these renovation projects, and for us. When it came down to flooring and carpet, we wanted to work with a great local company that we know could get the job done. That's why we turned to Peachwood Floor Coverings. I got a chance to meet Ryan Cornell and the great folks from Peachwood. When I say meet them, we got in touch with Ryan. 48 hours later, they came out to our home to start setting up measurements, and looking at potential options for flooring and carpeting choices. It was beautiful. I love the process. It was just that easy. And right now, the process can be that easy for you. If you go to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, you can schedule a consultation. They'll come out to your home. And all this month, if you mention Matt, that's the promo code Matt, they're going to save you 10% on that flooring or carpet installation that you've always wanted. You want it easy, you want the process done quickly, and you want it to look beautiful. We're getting all that done with Peachwood Floor Coverings. Again, go online to peachwoodfloorcoverings.com, or you can call them at 678 935 6901 Peachwood Floor Coverings, big company quality, small company services. Hey, are you tired of shopping your car and home insurance every single year? Well, somebody's got to do it. But that somebody doesn't have to be you. At the Rose Group, we can get you up to 10 insurance quotes in less than 10 minutes. Visit us online today at roads-group.com. It's a new year, which means it's time to try something new. And I'm talking to you folks who have not yet tried the Daily Draft in downtown Woodstock. I hope you'll go see my friend Sean Daly. That's, get it, the Daily Draft. This is the ultimate sports bar experience. So as the football playoffs near, and then baseball's around the corner, knock on wood, and all the fun springtime things that will happen in Atlanta, you're going to want to enjoy it at the Daily Draft. It's downtown Woodstock on Main Street. 
what you're going to find? A craft beer bar. Self-serve taps. Uh, big screens all around you to catch every view of the big game. And when I say a big screen, they have a movie-sized screen with a front-row seat right in front of it that you can grab if you get there at the right time to enjoy all your favorite games. A chef-inspired menu with soup, salad, sandwiches, flatbreads. Uh, you name it, they have everything to find everybody exactly what they want when you're going with the family, a boys' night, or a date night. The DailyDraft.net is where you can find all the information about some of the nights like Trivia Night, Kids Eat Free Night, and more. TheDailyDraft.net. Go find them downtown Woodstock on Main Street. Tell them Matt sent you. You'll love the Daily Draft. Well, Jerry, I'll even back up, though. Here's what I loved about the 90s season. You guys got to play Houston, which I'm sure you loved in that opener. And you guys put up 47 points. How special and how much fun was that, that singular moment to start your Falcon career? Well, you'd love this. Only the league would do this. Here's a guy that coached at Houston for six years, comes over, which is the best team. It takes the job. By the way, Atlanta's winning two, three games a year. And I got, and they booked, that's the game of the week at 430, coast to coast. Coach at his new team, playing his old team. And we're a 17-point underdog. Well, what they didn't know, uh, we scored three on defense. Three touches, uh, and to finish the game off, we, uh, uh, Jesse, Jesse Tuggle picked one up and scored. Somebody else scored a touchdown. And now in the, about the fourth quarter, Dion picks one off, and he now runs it back. He starts Cadillacing at the 50. And what he called Cadillac, and he put his hand behind his back, and he's prancing like a drum major. <laughs> And here's Warren Moon, two arms pumping, running as hard as he can, and of course can't catch him. And everybody went wild. And Dion came over. I says, "You know that Cadillac and you're doing?" He goes, "Yeah, coach." I goes, "It's really cool. Let's do that from the ten yard line. At fifty yards, of Cadillac is probably going to get people upset." <laughs> and and the poor media, you know, they didn't know me. The poor media says, "You got to hate Dion Sanders." And I said, what? What are you talking about? It says, every time he scores for you, he dances in the end zone. I says, I hope he dances three times a game. I'll go down there and dance with him. <laughs> How? Uh, and, and I want to ask you about that team because you had some personalities. Tell me about Dion because every teammate, I'm talking Jerry, Braves and Falcons, said the Dion the show uh, in front of the camera was one thing, but they said they never had a better teammate. How about this? In pro football, people don't probably know this. You have to be the enemy part of practice. You have defensive prayer where Deion's Deion. Now we're playing the Vikings. Now he has to be the right corner for the for the Vikings or whoever you're playing the Patriots. Doesn't matter. People don't understand this. When we were show team, he never let anybody catch a ball. Let alone when we were our team. And this will shock you. I never heard him say a word, and I never saw him run that he wasn't full speed in practice. Now, we come in, somebody turned the camera on, he spoke. But as a teammate and as a guy to coach, people say, how'd you ever put up with him coaches? Put up coach with him. Every, I got all kinds of Hall of Famers, guys that are wearing a yellow jacket, and they're all the same. They all go to work and they all keep their mouth shut, and they all play hard. And uh, nobody practices hard as Dion. And how about this? He's flying in the helicopter. We're on the field stretching, warming up. 
And uh, uh, Scott Casey, see that helicopter coach? I go, yeah. He goes, guess who that is? I says, is that Dion? He goes, he's flying in from the World Series. <laughs> okay. So he flies in. He's getting dressed while we're warming up. We go in, he's there, and all the team goes over and hugs him, kisses him, and they all love him. And he played a good World Series game the night before. And I make an announcement. I said, you know, Dion, you don't know the game plan. You don't know what we're doing, and you have been in practice. I'm not going to start you. Called quiet went over the whole locker room. Like, has this guy lost his mind or what? I said, so when we start the game, stand right next to me because I'm not starting. Okay. So we play one play, and I goes, that's enough punishment, Dion. Get in there. <laughs> <laughs> that's good coaching. Yes. That, that, that's that's intelligence. Uh, I mean, uh, Jerry, let me ask you. I, uh, Go ahead. I was going to ask because again, there's a million personalities, but I, I've never asked you about this, and I know there's there's a million stories about it. Tell me about the real situation with Brett Favre. Like, who wanted him? Who didn't? Was he really running around town crazy? Like, how nuts was it with Brett in that year? Well, I've never told on Favre. You know, I've, I've never told people. And by by the way, his daddy one time offered me a blank check and said, "Fill in the amount. Everything you've done for our family." No one else would do. I still have a, a, his dad's check. I may fill it in now. <laughs> and see if I, they gave me a blank check because of the way I handle everything. And uh, what what came up is uh, Rock wanted to take him in the first round. And I had to have another wide receiver. I didn't have a slot back. And I had Chris Miller coming back, who, by the way, we just won 12 games that he went to the Pro Bowl. So I said, I got to get – so I took Pritchard from Colorado yep. in the first round. But nobody goes back and checks this. He led the league in receiving as a rookie receiver. He was really good. The guy, yeah. And then Fires there the second round, still there. They wanted me to take him the first round. So we take him the second round. I couldn't be – everybody says you didn't want him. I couldn't have been happier. We got both guys we wanted. And we didn't have to make a trade, didn't do anything. They both fell to us. And so I was thrilled to death uh, that we were able to get them both. And the next thing I know, you know, 20 years later, I never wanted them. I never wanted to pick them. Well, that, that's somebody's covering their butt. The problem in the NFL personnel offices is everybody just tries to cover their butt. But we were thrilled to death we had them. Then once we got him, uh, you know, he was a young kid with a lot of money. And he's coming out of Kill, Mississippi. Uh, and you could tell he had the talent. I would get mad at him in practice uh, and scream at him and try to correct him. And uh, we had a guard from Pitt. Who was that great right guard from uh, Pitt University? It was All-American at Pitt, and he played for Atlanta for Bill, a long uh, time. Frelick? Frelick. Yeah. So, Fred, how about this? Every, all the players knew, and I know he tugged on my arm and says, Coach, that was great. You getting after him, getting him in line, telling him what he's got to do. I goes, Well, thank you, but he goes, but don't forget, he ain't normal. He goes, I know he ain't normal. That's why I keep trying this. And uh, I guess the straw that broke the camel's back, I've been coaching now for 50 years, still coaching, and he didn't show up for the team picture. And here we are. We got the team there. We got everything going on. And he's the only guy I ever coached in my career that didn't make the team picture. He had a hard time making a lot of mornings, and he missed that morning. And I think 
he says to this day, the next day he saw me, he knew things changed that I'd had enough, you know, sooner or later. And I, I, I hear they were going to trade him New York Jets. Of course, New York was like Atlanta. It doesn't close at nighttime. New York <laughs> stays open just like Atlanta. If I traded him to the Jets, nobody today would know who he was. And I flew his mom and dad in to my office. And I told his mom and dad, I'm sending you to Green Bay because at 9 o'clock, everything's closed except Chili Joe's. And you can get chili with or without onions. That's it. And this will make his career. And then Green Bay called me up. You love this. Uh, uh, Mariucci was the quarterback coach. Remember Mariucci? Sure. And he goes, "Oh God, do we hate you, coach? This guy's a bum. This guy I goes, don't, don't say that." And I had to keep selling him. So Holgrim and Mariucci, I goes, "If you, and don't worry about practice. Push him out there in a game. He'll play good." And I was, I was thrilled to death that he not only played good, became as good as anybody. And he's a good person. And by the way, uh, he had that competitive age. I once said to Jimmy Johnson, Jimmy Johnson wanted to know about uh, coaching the Cowboys. He goes, tell me about Jerry. He goes, he's got, the, he's got the toughness of an offensive guard playing quarterback. And, and Coach Johnson says, he's like that. He goes, you cannot hurt him mentally, physically. This guy is very, very tough. And it proved I was right. I mean, you couldn't find a, a tougher quarterback that ever played. Man, you ain't kidding. Um, so that team, that, that 91 team wins in New Orleans. You guys have the, the Hail Mary win from Billy Joe in the regular season. You go to New Orleans and win there. Then it's off to Washington. And, you know, that Washington team goes on to win the Super Bowl. But you guys have to play them on a rainy, ugly field up in RFK. And it was without uh, Mike Rozier, and there have been all kinds of stories that I think we know about since then. So give me the insight of, of how that week played out with Rozier. Well, he, he didn't show up. And, I, of course, I had him in, uh, in uh, Houston. He was my running back in Houston. And uh, that had happened to me in Houston, and he caused us a playoff game with the uh, Denver Broncos. So I had experience. I knew, I knew what could happen. So when he didn't show up, he showed up in the locker room to go play. Uh, I ran a test on him, and I wouldn't play him because I did play him years ago. When we were, all we had to do was beat the Broncos, and we're in the Super Bowl, and uh, we got a problem there with Mike. And Mike gets into another problem, and, and, and I'm probably the only guy that, uh, you know, if you go get Mike Rozier and ask me, I, I, I tried to save him three times, four times. And... Uh, I'm a guy that probably you can take me so far, and then I and then that's it. We got to go play. Well, he wasn't the problem in Washington. I, I wouldn't come out of the locker room. We're going to get fined because the game is supposed to start at whatever. And they had Purdue prescription turf, and that means they flip the switch and they drain the field. The field drains down through pumps, and gravel, and your field is good. Well, you, as you remember, we're put deep in mud. Yep. And I said. I went to the guy, said, turn on the pumps. He goes, I will, one hour after the game. So I, I, the commissioner's there, and the commissioner comes. He goes, Jerry, you got to bring the team out. I goes, I'm coming out when they turn on the pumps. He goes, you're coming out now, or you're suspended. Mm. And I tried to get him to turn on the pumps. And not only that, we had the fastest team in football, and the Redskins 
had the biggest team in football. And now, at halftime, they bring the United States Army Marching Band, and they march it all up at halftime. And I don't blame players. Uh, our trainers, our equipment guys wanted us to go to the long cleats, go to the long cleats so we could get our feet up underneath us. But our players are smart enough to realize that could be a knee. That could be the end of it. And uh, here we are playing to go to the Super Bowl. And uh, I don't make anybody put on long cleats. That's not my call. And we did put them on. We could not get our foot. I think on a dry field, you know, uh, you know, I think we'd have a good game. But we did, we, we, we got uh, we got a little bit of home field advantage turned against us in that game. And uh, I never spoke to uh, uh, the head coach Joe Gibbs since that game. Really? Yeah. Um, he knew he knew what he did. He took advantage of the situation. Um, so after ninety one, ninety two, ninety three, you guys went six and ten both years. Looking back, why do you think things didn't progress from ninety one? What changed? Well, every time Chris Miller stayed healthy, we won twelve games. Every time he went to surgery, we got in trouble trying to find another quarterback. And you love this. Uh, we're down there coaching and. Pre-game warm-up in Rankin Smith never ever interfered with anything. Rankin Smith, he loved you and he wants you to be successful. And he comes down the field. He goes, Jerry, and I turn around. I says, Mister Smith, how are you, sir? He goes, We're not as good as we used to be. And I looked at him. I says, That's why you're an owner. I says, The brilliance to see that. Now come on down here to the fifty. And I'll introduce you to our fourth quarterback, who I don't even know his name, but we'll say hello. And the National Football League, if you don't have corners and you don't have a quarterback, you're in trouble. Here's what happened to me in the secondary. We had the best, the team you love had the best secondary. We had four guys should have been a Pro Bowl. Remember Brian Jordan at Strong Safety? Absolutely, love him. There wasn't a better player, was there? Oh, Brian. I had him. I had him at safety. I had Scott Case, best free safety in football, best strong safety. I had Deion Sanders and McCarr. Guess what? You gonna beat us? You ain't gonna beat us. <laughs> no, no way you're gonna beat us. That's our secondary. The next year, with free agency, I had Scott Case. We lost Brian Jordan to baseball for a hundred thousand dollars. Deion went to the Forty ers so now we're getting ready for the draft. And I say, we got to get a secondary. And everybody's agreeing, and we're looking at corners and safety, and we're ready to go. And now it's time for the first pick. And Kenny Herrock stands up and takes Lincoln Kennedy, <laughs> offensive tackle from Washington, 338 pounds. And I blew up. <laughs> and, and Rankin said, Jerry, Jerry, you learn to love Lincoln. I said, Rankin, you just got me fired. Call me when you can tell me who he's going to cover. I don't have anybody to cover. <laughs> and that's what happens in the NFL. Thanks for reminiscing with us. We appreciate it. All right. Thanks, you, brother. Thanks, everybody, so much for taking the time to listen to this week's edition of Welcome to Atlanta. Thanks to our producer, Matt Lear. For his assistance with the program, he's the glue that keeps the operation running. We'll talk to you next week on Welcome to Madlanta. Yeah, yeah.
Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming And parties don't stop till 8 in the morning Welcome to Atlanta where the players play And we ride on them things like every day Big beats hit streets, see gangsters roaming uh-huh. The winningest team in baseball also has the most saves, and people who save the most money are winners. So start earning saves by investing in worthy bonds for only $10 each. These bonds earn a fixed 7% APY, and there's no fees, penalties, or minimum balance required, and they can be redeemed whenever you like. You can even round up everyday purchases to buy additional bonds. Go to worthybonds.com backslash save. That's worthybonds.com backslash save, and save and win. In today's fast-paced world, your business deserves banking solutions that are as dynamic and cost-effective as you are. Solutions like free business checking from LGE Community Credit Union, free online and mobile banking, no minimum balance required, plus no maintenance fees and dividends on your balance. At LGE, we're a smarter way to bank. See what's possible for your business at lgeccu.org. No monthly maintenance fees. Other service fees such as NSF, overdraft, wire, and stop payment fees still apply. Not all businesses will qualify. Membership eligibility and base savings account that keeps it $5 minimum balance required. Hey, Atlanta, Hudson Mason here. Is a new roof still on your to-do list, but you've been delayed due to rising home service costs? Well, here's a fantastic solution from Accent Roofing Service. Zero down, zero payments, and zero interest for a full year. That's right. You can get your new roof now and start paying next year. Act quickly because Accent's incredible offer of zero, zero, zero with a 12-month deferred payment option for a lifetime roof system isn't going to last long. Contact the craftsman at Accent Roofing Service today, accentroofingservice.com. 